This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. If you're a business owner or executive level leader looking to advance God's kingdom at work, sign up for one of their 2019 workshops at www.kingdomatwork.com slash events. Kingdomatwork.com slash events. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon as we broadcast to you from Lubbock, Texas. We're so grateful to be here, hosted by the Kingdom at Work folks. You can check them out online, kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com, and the Kingdom Leadership Workshop 2019. There's three opportunities for you to bring your leadership team here to Lubbock, Texas to just learn what it means to be a kingdom leader. Because when a kingdom leader engages in a kingdom style, then a kingdom culture emerges and the kingdom of God advances. First segment of the show, we're talking with Ben Minx. He's from Capstone Homes in Minneapolis. Yeah, he's from Minneapolis, our hometown, but he's here with us here in Lubbock, Texas. You can check him out online at capstonehomes-mn.com. Ben Minx, welcome to I Work For Him. Good afternoon, <laughs> folks. Oh, fantastic. I love that. Okay. All right. So just talk to us, Ben. How did you come to be a Jesus follower? Uh, great question. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I was raised in a, in a family that told me the truth about the Lord. Uh, great parents uh, brought me to church, even sent me to a Christian school uh, growing up all the way, kindergarten through 12th grade. Mm. And uh, I think that, although that set a great foundation and it put a lot of uh, knowledge into my mind and a lot of uh, you know, I, I think I understood the Bible quite well. Um, you know, as I, as I graduated, I got going into business. I started a little drywall company, um, you know, started doing well, started building a few houses. And, uh, by, by mid thirties, uh, you know, I was, I was making a few bucks and mm-hmm. ha- starting to get a big head. Um, my marriage was, uh, starting to, fray around the edges if you'll mm, uh yep. use that term um and uh i i didn't know it but a large recession was coming to the home building company you know business at mm-hmm. that time too um we were we were hit with a lawsuit uh right around that time in 09 and uh you know and i think it was <clears throat> between this legal problem my marriage that was having some problems. Um, you know, I just kind of came to a point of realizing, uh, you know, I, I went to the Lord actually one time I had this, you know, this problem, God, what, uh, I I need help. Mm -hmm. I need help. But, you know, leading up to this, I'd been kind of growing in anger and growing in, frustration and pride and, uh, really just running my own program, really just living for my own agenda. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was almost embarrassed. I was almost ashamed to come to God and ask him for help because I knew I had made some choices that were totally contrary to what I knew was, was right. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was a kind of, as if I had said, God, I'm going to do it my own way. And I had been doing that for a while. So, to come back to the Lord and say, God, all right, I need you. Um, and, and you know what? He met me there. He met me there at that time. And, uh, I was, I was kind of alone. I was pacing in my house. God, you know, kind of helped me out of my problems here. And, um, I just feel like I heard a little something in my spirit 
say, um, you better grab that Bible and read some of those red lettered words over there. (laughs) (laughs) That was what I had. That's awesome. And I, you know, and I, I, I'd, uh, I, I grabbed this Bible and it was a little dusty at that point mm-hmm. and uh, opened it up to the passage of Matthew 13. It's about a farmer scattering seeds on different kind of soils. And, you know, you go through and some go on the path and some go in the rocks and some go in the weeds and thorns and uh, some on good soil. And as I read this, uh, and I'd heard sermons on this. I'd probably read it 10 times before and, you know, kind of gone over, you know, spaced it through. But this time it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was the guy who that gospel seed had been planted in. But like Jesus explained to his disciples in that passage, um, the the worries of this world, the going after wealth, going after reputation, the pride, all that had choked out this seed of gospel that had been planted in me and no fruit was being produced. I was just a guy living for my own agenda. And, uh, you know, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh, I just knew that was for me. In my mind, there was kind of this picture of Jesus and two paths And Jesus was standing on one, going, motioning with his arm and saying, come on over here, follow me. And uh, I was 35. I hadn't cried since 11 years old. And uh, I busted out crying. I was proud of that fact. I was working Mm -hmm. on this hard guy uh, persona up to this point. And uh, I said, all right, I'll, I'll really follow you. And... Everything changed at that that moment. Uh, I, I remember going to church the next. I called my wife right after, and I said, "Hey, this is real. This is real. I, I understand. I get it." Because my wife had been working on me. You don't understand a relationship with God. You know all this stuff, but you don't really understand a relationship hmm. with God. And I'd argue with her. I'd say, "What are you talking about? I can't have a relationship with a book. Um, that's." You know, I didn't know what she was talking about, but I had never really seeked God on my own. Mm-hmm. I had been taught. I had heard. I maybe shook my head, but I'd never been. Uh, God says, if you seek me, you'll find me. Mm-hmm. So this was an answer to her prayers. It sounds like. Yeah, this was an answer. <laughs> this was an answer to her prayers. Wow. And That's... so fast forward all of that, because I, I, it's fabulous that the Lord just got your attention. You got involved with Rick and Holly Beatonbow from Beatonbow mm-hmm. Homes here in the Kingdom at Work, Kingdom Leadership Workshop. Talk about how understanding what it means to be a kingdom leader has impacted Capstone Homes. Yeah, so uh, good story. You know, after this uh, life change, mm-hmm. uh, the Holy Spirit is is, is in me now. I'm, I'm being, uh, he's changing the way I think, you know, and so we... You know, we realized, okay, hey, you know, we're we're still we're in business. Um, God's given us this gift uh, of a business. I mean, a lot of people would love to do this, right? And um, I started reading about businesses. I, you know, read about some big business, you know, in Hobby Lobby and Chick Fil A, and I thought, oh, this is kind of cool what these guys are doing. And somebody threw a magazine at me, a builder magazine about uh, Beatonball. Uh, I read this article and I thought. 
you know, man, it didn't say anything overtly Christian in this magazine, but I said, these guys are Christians. I got to find out something about these guys. I went to their website and yeah, sure enough, they are. And, uh, my wife encouraged me, why don't you just reach out to them and, you know, see if you could talk to somebody over there. And I said, ah, they're not going to want to talk. But <laughs> That's right. I actually typed in on their website, uh, on their sales portal, if you want to buy a house, you know, you'd talk to somebody uh-huh. through that. Uh, but Rick actually called me back uh, a couple weeks later and I ended up talking to him on the phone for about an hour, took notes, and, and he's just pouring his heart out about, you know, what it is to 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 run a kingdom business. And uh at the end of this phone call, he kind of he just said, "Hey, you think y'all would want to come down and have some steaks with us sometime and pray about this and, you know, show you around?" And uh, I said, "Sure." Yeah. So, me and my wife hopped a plane and uh we stayed with them in their house for 2-3 days and came down here and just kind of was introduced. This is before any of the workshops. Right. Mm-hmm. Um but it was a, really a vision expanding trip for both me and Rachel. And it was great what we both were there because she was on board with it and I was. And, and it was like now all of a sudden we could put these two passions that, you know, running a business and this passion for the Lord together. Mm. And, and I'm even doing it with my wife, right. which is you know, extra yes. turbo boost on the whole thing. So, yeah. It's a great story. And I know there's lots more to that story. And one day people will be able to go to your website and see all of that story out there. Because I think you need to write it out so people can read it. Thank you, Ben Minx, for being an I work for him this, today. I really appreciate it. You bet. Check out Ben Minx online, capstonehomes-mn.com. You're listening to I work for him as we broadcast from... The Kingdom Leadership Workshop in Lubbock, Texas. Check out Kingdom Leadership Workshop online, kingdomatwork.com. Hey, Martha, I got an idea. Why don't we just go out into the audience and talk to some people that are here right at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop? What do you think about that idea? Oh, I think that's a great idea. That'd be a lot of fun to just kind of catch people's, um, what their takeaways are and how they're enjoying the conference, the workshop. All right, let's go. Okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Jim Brangenberg with the I Work For Him radio program. What's your name? Matt Becker. Matt, uh, what brought you here to uh, Lubbock, Texas, to the Kingdom Leadership Workshop? What are you hoping to get out of this? Um, To uh, uh, become a better leader um, for my team to to grow them and uh, um, help them uh, in their growth. Matt, who do you work for? Uh, Well, I work for Jesus. Okay, what's the, what's the name of the company that you work for here, here in Texas? I work for uh, LCRA, Lower Colorado River Authority. Lower Colorado River Authority. So far, during the Kingdom Leadership Workshop, what's your biggest takeaway? Um, okay, let me just word it this way. What's your biggest aha moment? Moment. <laughs> Okay, go to my notes. <laughs> you put the microphone in front of some people, and all of a sudden, the people absolutely clam up. All right, you got notes. You have two full pages of notes. What's your biggest aha moment? It, it would be to um, that Lord give, that the Lord will give me a heart, um, a heart for the people I lead to to really truly care about them first, and uh, and build those relationships with them. Hmm. Matt Becker, enjoy the rest of the Kingdom Leadership Workshop. Thank you, Jim.
I'm Jim Brangenberg with the I Work For Him radio show. What's your name? Becky Waldrop. Becky, which part of the country do you come from? New Mexico. And what company are you representing? Miller Waldrop Furniture. Miller Waldrop Furniture. Okay, so what's your biggest expectation for your time here at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop? To learn how to love our employees and show God's love in this day and age with all of the politically correct things that we are all supposed to be accountable to also. So far today, what's your biggest aha moment? That people don't need a good company to work for or a better leader. They need Jesus. I love that, Becky. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, Kent, I'm Jim Brangenberg with the I Work For Him radio show. Talk to me about uh, where, uh, wh- wh- who are you here to represent? Miller Waldrop Furniture. All right. Oh, well, that seems like I've already talked to somebody from your company. Okay. <laughs> Tell me, Kent, so far, what is your biggest aha moment here at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop brought to you by KingdomAtWork.com? Wow. Several, but... Um, you have to just pick one. I just pick one. Okay. Well, immediately was uh, uh, embrace accountability. And, and what that means as, as a believer, that, that I'm loving people through being accountable or holding them accountable. Has accountability been an issue in the past for you guys? Yes. <laughs> okay. well, I think we're accountable to each other. We're just not helping each other hold each other accountable. Hmm. Well, we look forward to the follow-up on that one, Kent. But thank you so much for uh, just giving us a short little testimonial. Absolutely. Yeah. Grab some people outside. Hey, Carrie, I'm Jim Brangenberg from the I Work Frame radio program. What brings you here to Lubbock, Texas? Well, this Kingdom at Work workshop. I'm thrilled to see this happening. I was privileged to come to uh, some of the beginnings of this back a couple of years ago and known Rick and Holly for, for many, many years. And I just think that there's a real uprising amongst business community. It's, it's just almost more natural they understand Kingdom. But I don't know that they've ever attached kingdom to God's kingdom. So what's the name of the company that you represent? I represent uh, Caris Vasilia. We're a financial services company. We work with school teachers. And you're in what city? Euless, Fort Worth, Texas, basically. Nice. So what's been your biggest aha moment so far here at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop? Unfortunately, my biggest aha moment is how uh, uh, selfishness has crept back in to what I do, you know, and, and instead of just giving selfishly, you know, you know, becoming more uh, more selfish about the way I want something done, you know, instead of just being unselfish and going, you know, if you know Father and you know Jesus Christ, and that's, that's kind of the biggest picture there is. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Is this your first time to a whole... Kingdom Leadership Workshop? No, no. I, I came uh, last October to the first one, uh, and then kind of the precursor uh, back over in the other building, uh, a little over a year and a half ago, came to that. How much? Of, how many of your teammates did you bring with you this time? I just started a small company. Um, we're scattered. We're a little bit like a, a little bit like an internet company in that we office remote. Okay. So I hadn't brought anybody yet, but. All right, well, we'll follow up with you, but thank you so much, Carrie Heise. Thank you. Appreciate it.
Hi, I'm Jim Brangenberg with the I Work For Him Radio Show. What's your name, sir? Dan Anderson. Hey, Dan, what brings you here to Lubbock, Texas? Well, I lead a ministry called Kingdom Way Ministries, and this is exactly what we're doing and trying to replicate in Colorado and other places God gives us opportunities. So coming to reinforce what we're already doing and learn new things to really minister to the business leaders in our ministry. What do you think has been your biggest takeaway so far here at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop? The biggest takeaway is that for me is that kingdom leadership really can be done and should be done. Do you think you've gained enough ideas to take it back to your business his way groups in order to infiltrate them with the idea of the kingdom? Absolutely. Got a lot of practical ideas and and even uh, learning some new language that I can uh, in- incorporate into that. So, like loving accountability. I'm going to a workshop right now. <laughs> Got to love that accountability. Dan Anderson, we look forward to seeing you next summer in Colorado. That's what we look forward to seeing. Thank you, Dan Anderson. Thank you much, man. Hi, I'm Jim Brangenberg with the I Work For Him radio program. What is your name? Beverly Mayberry. And? And I'm Rodney Mayberry. What brings you here to the Kingdom Leadership Workshop? Why are you here in Lubbock, Texas today? To make our company better and to learn some new ideas to take our company to the next level. And what kind of a company do you guys run? We're uh, electrical contractors. So residential or commercial? All of it. Wow, nice. Rodney, she's giving me short answers. Okay, so so, so talk to me about what, what is your biggest takeaway so far, Rodney? Well, actually, Bev and I have been talking about this kind of kingdom business for a number of years, but we've never actually seen the practical demonstration of it. We were in uh, Abilene recently at a conference, and Walter was there, and uh, he invited us to come. So we brought our entire staff to come and to share and so we'd all be on the same page because this is something we think that God actually owns the entire planet. So last I check you're right. <laughs> so even though we've been in business thirty years, we understand that he only loaned it to us for a season. So one of the things that we've done is we've studied Abraham's life and we modeled our entire company and our family lifestyle after him. So even though we're in business, we're training my son and his wife to pick up the mantle to carry it on, and we're training our grand grandsons and our great-grandsons in the same way. So the only thing that's lacking is the actual practical application of kingdom concepts and principles to the business. All right, so RM Electrical Contractors in San Angelo, Texas. What do you think one of those practical things will be, Beverly, when you go back to the office with your staff? What is one of those practical things you're going to implement right away next week? Uh, Interacting more with the employees and uh, just doing some one-on-one with them to to really uh, just to make their lifestyle even not only at the company but in their their home life better by interacting with with them if we need to be praying over them more interacting with them more so that they can uh, have a better lifestyle can you guys see how this will make your marriage stronger leading a kingdom company seeing this demonstrated you see Rick and Holly but could you see how it it can strengthen even the strongest of marriages oh yeah absolutely we we've been married 45 years I don't actually consider her to be my wife. She's my lover. So that brings a whole different dynamics to the relationship. Especially when you're considering Abraham. That's right. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There you go. So, yeah, um, we're, even though we own the company, we've devoted our lives to serving 
and those people around us, our employees. So, I mean, this, this has been good for us in that we can take it to another step, a next level, and so to speak, in, in the practical application of these concepts. Any final comments, Beverly? We'll give the lady the last word. Um, I'm really excited to go back and to really uh, to put some of these things into practice and really to see what God has in store for our company since we've learned these practicalities of things. So I'm really excited to, to go back and do it. Rodney and Beverly Mayberry from San Angelo, Texas with RM Electrical Contractor. Make sure you check them out if you're in that area. Thank you, Rodney and Beverly. Thank you. Bless you, my friend. All right, Martha, we have got to do that at more conferences. That was so fun. Just roaming around, roaming around and talking to people. What do you think about that? I think that was really a great time. Um, caught a few people by surprise, maybe made a few people uncomfortable, but they got to just really share what they have been learning throughout this workshop. We'd love for you to bring your team here to Lubbock, Texas next year, 2019. There's three different opportunities for you to bring your team here to experience what does it mean to run a kingdom company? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? Because when a kingdom leader engages in a kingdom style, then a kingdom culture emerges and the kingdom of God advances. Here in this segment of the show, we're grabbing some of the people that are here at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop. Next up, David Underwood. He runs a company called Sigma Pro Engineering and Manufacturing. You can check them out online, sigmaproeng.com, sigmaproeng.com. David Underwood, welcome to I Work For Him. Yeah, thank you so much. Talk to us about what is Sigma Pro Engineering? What, what kind of engineering do you guys do? Well, we manufacture small plastic parts that are very precise, very difficult to, to make. We use injection molding, uh, and most of the parts are used in medical, fiber optic, optical applications. Oh, seriously small stuff then? Very small. <laughs> okay, all right. Got to look at it with a microscope to know if it's there or not. That's kind of, wow. I don't even know how you do that, but that's another show for another day, and that would make a great How It's Made episode, too. Yep. All right, talk to me about the Kingdom Leadership Workshop. You said off, well, how many times have you been? This is my third time. Your third come. time. Yeah. Okay, so is that because you didn't get it the first two times? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm telling you, the first time, it was just so radical. I left, my head was spinning. I said, where have I been all my life? See, I'm a strong Christian. I have a lot of passion in my heart. And I, I really enjoy serving the Lord, but I never saw the connection between my business leadership and, and how I employed people at, and, and my life uh, as a Christian and my calling mm -hmm. to, uh, to affect my world, my circle for the kingdom of God. Just never made the connection. And I came here and I saw that for the first time really lived out, really fleshed out, saw really good examples. And I thought, wow, I'm just so far behind. And uh, the second time I came, I think I really began to, to put my feet down on the ground and say, okay, what can I do? Where can I start? What are the things that I can start moving in this direction and seeing the kingdom come into my area of influence? Mm -hmm. God had given me a huge area of influence, and I just didn't, didn't really understand it quite fully. Mm. So how many employees do you have at Sigma Pro? About 235. So it's not a small company. This is a very large company. Well, compared, you know. Okay. I mean, but a lot of small businesses come. That's a, 235 employees. This is a ton of employees. Okay. So talk to us about, so the first time did you come alone? 
Yes. So the second time did you come alone? No. So the second time I you brought some of your team? Brought a couple of my team, some, some close uh, Christian comrades that I knew from work. Okay. Mm-hmm. This time, how many people are you bringing with you? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. So you decided to bring, you went all in. Is that all your leadership team, eleven of them? No. That's all I could get them to let me register. This time, <laughs> no, they're like you need to host your two, own if you're going to do tables, more than I that. Right? No, really, because it's something like this. You know, you've got to have your whole leadership team on yeah, board. Mm. And uh, a lot of people at work are asking me, like, well, why? And if they're not asking me, I know they're wondering why because they look at me sort of funny as I as I begin to say things sure. and be more open about the kingdom and about serving our employees and pastoring them and taking care of the employees' families and uh, treating them the way Jesus would treat them and, and going beyond just an employee-employer, t- that typical relationship. And uh, I want everybody in our leadership team to be on board. Now, not everybody's a Christian, and that's fine. I still want them on board because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm, I'm excited um, to hear more about what, you know, in, you've been here twice. You've heard concepts from Kingdom at Work. What are you hoping that as a whole team they will pick up on that, that, that you're going to take back to your um, manufacturing firm? Okay, so we started with one, two, or three small things that I saw modeled here and began to model it at work. I knew I couldn't do it all at once. Yeah. I knew it couldn't be a program thing. It had to be a heart passion thing. It had to be God uh, working together with us. Okay, but what were yeah. those three things? Tell us what right. those three things first were. Thing, first thing, after my second time here, I went home and I said, I'm committed to start the one-on-ones weekly with me, to the people that report to me, and asking the people that I do one-on-one with to do it with their reports mm-hmm. and asking them to pass it along so that everybody in the company has a weekly one-on-one with somebody that's caring about them beyond, beyond just getting your work done. Okay, that's and that a phenomenal. Was, that was the first one. And a lot, of, a lot of the whys are, why are you doing this, David? But people <laughs> are seeing the result that there's a lot of people healthier emotionally, and we have an avenue now to address any crisis that's going on mm. in anybody's life because we learn about it. Yeah. And so it's having these um, indirect advantages that we just didn't realize. But that was the first thing, and I believe that I, I, I went to God and I said, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to get from here to there. And I believe he told me just do one thing. And that was the one thing uh, I think he led me to do. And so I started that. And that has then, uh, there's, there's been a, a synergy that's developed around that and the why about it. So one of the things they teach at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop is that no supervisor here at Beaten Bow Homes has more than five or six direct reports. Did you have to reorganize because you had too many people reporting, because those one-to-ones take an hour a day or an hour a week from a manager's uh, time. How, what did you deal with that? How okay, did you deal with so that? I was okay. You know, I only had six. So I felt <laughs> like I was okay. So some of my managers had over 10 direct reports. Well, I, I, I took that principle that part of the 
101 principle is to is to keep your direct reports so, as something you can manage that right. five or six. Um, so I said, I said to one guy, I said, you're going to have to, you're going to have to duplicate yourself. You're going to have to restructure your uh, department. And so what that's led to was him being less stressed and less feeling like everything was on his shoulders, his shoulders. And it actually resulted in him being in a better place to do a better job as a manager. Mm. That's okay. fabulous. So you said you pulled away three things after the second time. What was the second thing you've implemented? Okay. Uh, we hired uh, our first um, chaplain. Fantastic. Now, uh, it was a big step. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it was just sort of crazy how it came about and just one of those. What organization did you use? Didn't. You hired okay. your own employee. Yeah, there was no. It was just a, a lady I knew from church. Ah. Okay, fantastic. Um, and uh, I, I just said, "Do you want to have a job as a chaplain?" <laughs> and she said, "Oh my God, I've been praying about that." Um, and I said, "Why well, are you just?" I was praying, and I asked God. I told God I couldn't do it myself. Going to have to have help. And so, uh, so we just hired her. And she said, well, what do you want me to do? How do you be a chaplain? I said, I don't know. You just sit here in the office. You pray. And you just do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do. It'll all work out. I guarantee it. <laughs> so uh, it is wonderful because she's been on the job just a few months. And so many people have come to her and gotten counseling and poured their heart out to her. Within the last two weeks, there are two people have gotten saved. And so... It's just uh, she's been the conduit, and, and what we set it up where she's not an employee. She's an um, a independent contractor. Mm-hmm. She's got an office and all that, mm-hmm. but we did that so that the employees would feel safe telling her anything about their personal lives or private lives. And she's helped so many people just in the last, uh, I don't know, I think she's been working there three months, something like that. Excellent. So you're seeing results from that already. Yeah. Yeah. That's fabulous. So what is the, what was the third takeaway that you've implemented? You have the one-on-ones, the chaplain. You said there was three. Oh yeah. Okay. So just, just transforming the whole, this is just for me, just the vision for transforming the whole, um, company, uh, reason for living. Okay. The whole reason we exist is a company. So what, do you, what had to transform? Instead of it being about money or instead of it being about well, yeah. what you know, you're producing? You, you start a business and why do you start a yeah. business? Well, you start it because so you don't have to go to work for Bob, you know? <laughs> and Even though Bob's a nice guy. He's but why a nice, nice guy, right. And, you know, and you start making money and that's fun and you start to serve your customer and so... I, and this is years back, I started to see, you know, there's a little more to being in business, a little bigger, grander vision. And so I've had a lot of internal happiness be served by serving my customer well. I was gratified by that. And then uh, I started uh, talking about, you know, how we can be more efficient. And that turned into an emphasis on employee happiness and an incentive pay program. And this is all for the employee. And I was gratified by, by being able to help my employees succeed. And so I began to see glimpses 
of a higher purpose than just making money in my company. And this is starting maybe two, three, four years ago. All right. So then um, when I came to the the workshop here, the kingdom at work, I, I really brought it all together. It's it's for God and for his glory. That's what it's all for. And that's the ultimate purpose. And so I just, I don't know why. I think it was our uh, culture that I just saw there needed to be some distance between my business and God. And I think I was just uh, deceived into thinking that way. And I came here and I realized, no, you know, there is no greater purpose to have a business than to serve God, to make him famous, and to treat people mm. just like he would treat them. All right. I'm yeah. going to stop you there yeah. because we're almost out of time. Okay. And I want to make sure I ask you this question. Right. You've got 30 seconds. Yes. Why should, should, why should a business owner or leader bring his leadership team to the Kingdom Leadership Workshop? Because you're going to be... You're going to learn and be set on fire with the same fire that I've got. And that is to serve God with all of your heart. And there is no greater joy in life than for a person to serve God with all of his heart. There is no greater joy in business than to turn your business in that same direction. If your business isn't turned in that same direction right now, you're probably frustrated and unhappy. David Underwood with Sigma Pro Engineering and Manufacturing. Thanks for being an iWork for him, sharing just a little of your story today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Check him out online if you want to, sigmaproeng.com. And, of course, Kingdom Leadership Workshop, kingdomatwork.com. Uh, and, again, we're here because of Kingdom, the Kingdom Leadership Workshop, hosted by kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. And right before the end of the show, I'm going to plug it. But just as I've said all week long, and, and really for many shows this fall, if you have our business owner or leader, and a Christ-following business owner leader, and you want your team to experience what it means to truly live out, work within a kingdom-focused uh, environment, mm-hmm. you, you've got to come to kingdom leader, the Kingdom Leadership Workshop. Because when a kingdom leader engages in a kingdom style, then a kingdom culture emerges and the kingdom of God advances. All right, this segment we're talking with Kyle Wakefield. He's got a fantastic story I wanted you to hear Theme.co is his company, theme.co. He's got one of those WordPress platforms that makes it easy for you to set up a website, theme.co. Kyle Wakefield, welcome to iWork for him. Thank you. It's good to be here. All right. So let, we always start off this, the show with this question, or anytime we have a new guest on, how did you become a follower of Jesus? I came to know the Lord when I was six. I, was, um, I grew up in a Christian home, mm-hmm. great parents. Uh, godly examples and I, we were on our way to a cousin's house one night and it was pouring down rain and for whatever reason there was just something that kind of stirred in my heart to ask yeah I'd, I'd heard about the Lord and at a six-year-old age I understood um, enough that a six-year-old can but there was something in my heart that night that um, asked and and sought out my parents about what it meant to know Jesus and so we, I prayed in the car on the way to my cousin's house to receive the Lord. And, you know, at six, you, you have a, a six-year-old's understanding. Sure. But over time, as time has gone on, I've seen how uh, God used that decision at six that was limited in understanding to um, mature a faith and a dependence on him that has only grown through the years. And, you know, sometimes you look back and, 
you know, I, I don't have a, a great cool story about coming to know the Lord or I, I didn't um, have a a hard, relatively hard speaking season in life that brought me to that. But I, I also now look back at that as a blessing, too, to be able to at a young age come to know him and have people pouring into me and loving me to, to guiding me through that journey. Yet you do have a cool story because you have seen the Lord work in your world, in your work world, in a way that it was painful. You know, you have a painful story of, of how God intersected your work world. Why don't you tell some of that story? Absolutely. So um, there's kind of a cool story of how ThemeCo came to be, but um, really once ThemeCo was in existence, we decided to build a WordPress theme. And with a, a background in internet marketing and familiarity with WordPress, we, um, we didn't think it was going to be too challenging, and it wasn't too hard. But like any creative endeavor that you're trying to get to sell something, you know, the customer at the end of the day is the, is the judge, jury, and executioner right. of that. So <laughs> we, uh, we set out to build this thing in 2013, and I put a, a self-imposed deadline of six months or so to get it done. And around month six, we're not near finished, and... Um, it was there was a lot of, of interpersonal challenges that year, um, health issues. Um, You're a young guy. You had health issues. I, looking back, it was I think it was a lot of stress and yes. anxiety related, mm -hmm. and I was the whole year trying to find answers to those questions, while the business had been kind of deteriorating since we had been so focused on building something new. Uh, what we had done in the past was was just deteriorating. And it all was kind of compounding. Mm. And so we finally got the theme finished. We go to submit it at the, the place we were going to sell at Theme Forest, a big marketplace, and they rejected it. And I had heard that that was pretty commonplace and to kind of expect that. But we spent, you know, almost a year on this product that, you know, some people can build a theme in a weekend. And so we had taken a lot of time. There was a lot of um, thoughtfulness put into it, and they just rejected it. So we went back to the drawing board. We tried to add more bells and whistles, whatever we thought they may want, and we go to submit it again, and they rejected it a second time. And then um, that was kind of increasingly frustrating. So we go back to the drawing board again, and in between that second one and us submitting it for the third time, I had to have this, this surgery. And as I was recovering from that surgery, the... Uh, we submitted it for the third time, and we got rejected again. And I, I remember sitting in my living room on a couch, yeah, reading that email, not really being able to move, feeling physically defeated, emotionally defeated, spiritually defeated, and asking questions. Because I, I felt like God had led us this way, but the door was just closed. And... Scott and I, my business partner, we prayed about it. We talked about it and said, well, clearly this door is shut. For whatever reason, God has closed it. And, you know, we, we, we knew about selling online, so we decided we'll just make our own go at it and sell it on our own site. So we take about a month to get our merchant account set up and all that, all that jazz, and we finally get it ready. And we, we get it started. And uh, there's actually a cool story about our first customer that ever bought our product, but... Um, Somewhere after we got it launched on our own, you know, it's not it's not getting the exposure because Theme Forest is such a massive marketplace. But I get this email one day from someone at Theme Forest, and it's it's not related to the theme at all. It's just <laughs> it says, "Hey, I wanted to um, you you were one of our top affiliates last year. 
we want to send you a little gift and we wanted to see if this is your right address. And um, so just let me know. And then he had a little PS on there, which was if you ever need anything, you know, mm-hmm. let me know. So I almost didn't reply because I was so, you know, kind of, I, I laugh now, but I was just kind of so upset about mm-hmm. the whole thing and, and I'd kind of almost written them off. I actually had written a letter to their CEO who I'd met once before, just this long, you know, angry letter of how the whole process was messed up and they need to do that. I never sent it. but oh, I, Those are good letters to write but never send. Exactly. <laughs> I kept it. And I, I go back and read it every once in a while now. But um, So I, I replied back and I, I gave him my address and I said, I, re- I just said, hey, by the way, and I kind of quickly summarized what happened. He emailed me back and said, um, well, I know the guy that heads up that team and I'll connect you with him and I'm sure we can figure something out. So a couple of weeks pass, and I'm talking with this guy, and he sees our theme, and he goes, yeah, I don't know why this was rejected. This is great. He said, there's just a couple little administrative things we'd like you to do, but it's nothing major. And um, he said, just take care of that, and we'll be good to go. So at that point, I still was kind of going, well, do we really want to sell it there now after mm-hmm. all this stuff that had happened? And, and yet that was the whole vision. That was kind of what God had laid on my heart in the first place. So we, um, we go through it. We get it submitted. And overnight... You know, once it was approved, it was December 10th, 2013. It just, it just took off like a rocket ship. And, you know, we had a, we, we went from being very strapped um, with resources and manpower mm-hmm. to having this huge influx of people and the support. And my brother, God bless him, who's our lead developer, had to simultaneously, you know, support the product and build the product and keep, you know, adding new features. And we had one other guy at the time who was helping with that. And looking back, I see that I had done everything I knew how to do. And as business owners, I think sometimes we pride ourselves in looking at angles and taking initiative and taking risk and going maybe where others um, either either choose not to go or haven't gone. I had done everything I knew how to do, and that door was still closed. And I believe part of the reason God did what he did in the way he did was so that I would know it was him who opened the door mm-hmm. that I knew was closed. You are here at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop in Lubbock, Texas. You told us offline that you this is your second time. How has being involved with the Kingdom at Work people and the Kingdom Leadership Workshop impacted Theme.co? I would say uh, very significantly in the sense that I, I was a last-minute add to the last one. And it, it was a really cool story how I got here. But I, after, I was only able to be here for about a day. And when I got home, I told my wife and several other people that it was, without a doubt, the most spirit-led, spirit-filled 24 hours of my life. And my first hope was that I could get our leadership team here mm-hmm. for the next one. And that was that's what we've done. So now we've got our, our core team, leadership team here for this one. So it's been significant. And when you look at the biggest takeaway so far in the conversations here with one minute to go in this in it, before the show is over, what what is everybody saying their biggest takeaway is from this week? I think, you know, I came into this being very um, uh, mindful of the spiritual stewardship we have over our community and people. But I also, we're in, we're in uh, transition as a business right now. And so I came in, you know, I think with a kind of a business perspective and hoping to think through a lot, a lot of that in our teams here this week to do some of that planning. But one of the recurring themes we keep hearing is that our, our primary focus should be people. And when we focus on people and the relationships that God has brought to us, 
that we are our stewards over. Not that the other things just fall in line. You still have to, you know, think through those things and work those out, but to right. focus on the people first. Excellent. Kyle Wakefield with ThemeCo, theme.co online. Thank you so much, Kyle, for sharing your story. Just a little bit of it. We're going to get more in a future show. My pleasure. Thank you. I really thank appreciate you. it. Hey, thank you to the Kingdom at Work people. As we finish up the last of our shows here in Lubbock, Texas, thank you guys for listening. We want to encourage you to get signed up for the Kingdom Leadership Workshop kingdomatwork.com. You're listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.